All right, we'll get into uh, today's message. Uh, it's going to be a, a good one. Uh, that's how my uncle Danny says it. He said, he says it's going to be a good one, a good one. So he said, Brett, it's going to be a good one. All right, I got to tell you a story about my uncle Danny. One time, we're out on the boat. Everybody say, the boat. All right, kind of like the, the boat that Jesus and the disciples were on, but it's a different boat. So me and my uncle Danny out on this boat, and he sees something shiny in the water. Right? And he's like, hmm. It's about 20 feet down. And he goes, Brett? I was like, probably eighth grade. He goes, Brett, come here, come here. I'm like, what? My Uncle Danny's like, in his, at this point, he's like in his 60s. He's like 70-something now. But he's like, Brett, come here. And I look over the edge. He goes, I think that is a fishing knife. He's like, I need it, though. It looks nice. And I was like, okay, go get it. And he's like, he's like no, Brett. Look, man. Because I'm, I'm too old for this. you got to go get me that knife. And I said, what, what's in it for me? Like, I'm, I'm going to dive to the bottom of this lake or river. It was a river. I'm going to dive to the bottom of this river, basically blind, reaching for a knife. That's, uh, what, what, what's in it for me? He goes, yeah. He goes, Brett, just do it, you know. And then he started yelling at me or whatever. I said some stuff, you know. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll do it. And so I did it. I jumped in, dove all the way to the bottom, didn't cut myself, grabbed this knife, sketchiest thing ever, you know. I think back to that, I was like, how did, okay, how did that make sense? But anyways, I'm swimming up with this knife, you know, ah, and I get up to the top, he gets it. So anyways, that's my Uncle Danny. He goes, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> okay. Um, that, that's the whole moral of the story. That, that's, that's what he says. He says, he says, yee. He goes like that. He goes, Michal, that's a good one. That's a good one. I said, okay, Uncle Danny, chill out. All right, all right. All the Hispanic boys in the room are like, did he, does he say Michal? Yeah, okay, I'm half spicy. Lay off, okay? So I just let you into my family tree. Uncle Danny Gomez. What a homie. Um, okay. So we're in week three. Everybody say Okay, I mean, whatever you want to say, that's fine. We're, we're in week three of Death to Willpower, a series about overcoming temptation and even just succeeding in life, to set good habits forth, to set good environments in our life so that we um, see ourselves transforming into what we would like to see ourselves transform into. Does that make sense? Each and every one of us is going to change in our life. You ever had someone say, oh, you've changed? Well, I hope so, because the last time you saw me, I was 12, right? So if I, was, if I didn't change, I'm doing something wrong. But it's the same thing. If I see a friend, you know, I'm 45, I got 12 kids, and, and uh, they're all going to the league, and, you know, Danielle's a super mom and everything, and, and someone's like, Brett, you've changed. I hope so. I hope so. It's been 20 years. Got 12 kids. I was like, yo, Brett, chill. Um, we'll have like three or four and adopt eight or something like that. It'll be, you know, just Didn't like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie do that back in the day? They adopted like 100 kids. Not really actually 100, but a bunch. Anyways, okay, we're getting out of the weeds. But we're all going to change. She says, the whole the statement like, well, I just, it's, just, it's just me. I am who I am. Get rid of that statement. 
because you're not who you, you're not just who you are. It's not going to stick around there forever. We're going to change. So what helps us change? Our environments help us change. There's this thing, this, this, this torture mechanism. Someone acts up in prison, they put them in solitary confinement. Have anybody ever heard of solitary confinement? You know why solitary confinement is so bad? You're wondering, it's like, well, in regular prison, I mean, you can get stabbed, like you can get beat up, all these different things can happen. In solitary, you can't. So why is solitary worse? Wouldn't you be safer? Yeah, you just don't get any human interaction. Your environment changes. It's dark. They slide the food in under the door. You're alone. 24-7, alone. You're like, oh, that doesn't seem too, too bad. But you leave someone in solitary confinement for long enough, they don't come out the same. Lose, they start losing their mind. Why? Because the environment is toxic. The environment changed, right? So same thing for me. It's like I've, I've used all these different examples. But if Danielle and I, we're not going to, don't worry. But if Danielle and I move up to the mountains or something, it's like I'm going to get, I'm going to have my favorite warm clothes, my favorite flannels, my favorite hiking boots, and, and I'm going to start learning how to, Live off the land, you know, and all that kind of stuff, right? I don't know how to do that now. I live in San Clemente. Like, I, my neighbor is three feet from my window. Like, <laughs> there's no land to live off of anyway, so can't even get my grass to grow. Uh, literally. And it's, it's better than it used to look, I'm telling you. But it's, it's something else. I don't got enough money to do re- all redo the whole thing, so we just kind of water it every once in a while, you know. <laughs> We, when the water bill gets too high, we just go out there and kind of spit on it, you know. You know, <laughs> you know whatever. So, uh, so uh, I'm proving my worth. I better, get, I better get invited to the cookout next time, I swear, man. That's the thing. Okay, Danielle and I talk about this all the time. Chris is on dress. Every, every Sunday we're hanging out with them in uh, junior high. Danielle is now and. We're always like, highs and lows, what's going on? And every single week, they're like, well, I was at this party this weekend. Listen, if, now, if, if any of you non-Hispanic folks ain't ever been to a Mexican party, you ain't lived, right? Am I right? Come on. It's like, I'm just, tell, I'm just telling you. And, and, and there's one every weekend. You just got to sign up, you know? <laughs> you just got to register online for register online for the next... The next party. <laughs> okay. I haven't even gotten to this thing yet. That's crazy. But hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change. And so if we want to have any part in how we're gonna change over our lifetime, we want to shape our environment. I've seen people who are in their forties, fifties, sixties who spent all of their young life being mistreated and abused and and hurt and stressed out and now they are just a shell of the themselves of who they used to be i don't want to i don't want to live like that do you no so we're going to change our environment we're going to learn how to overcome those things and we're going to learn how to resist temptation open your bibles if you will to james chapter 1 verse 13 through 18 uh, if you don't have a Bible, we'll have it up on the screen. But if you don't own a Bible and you'd like a Bible, we have Bibles. So all you got to do is raise your hand a little bit like this, and we'll come run you one. So you can keep it forever, put your name in it, and uh, all that kind of stuff, okay? So James chapter 1, 13 through 18. James chapter 1, 13 through 18. 
Hopefully, I wrote that down in my notes right because I keep saying it over and over and over again. Is that the right one? Okay, good. All right, here we go. So, when tempted, this is James writing. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. You ever, you ever heard someone say that? Oh, God is just testing me. God is tempting me. God is, you know, just, he's messing with me, seeing how I'm going to react. No one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. So if you're being tempted to do something bad, it's not God. That's what this is saying, okay? But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. I have a very evil desire to eat bad food. I just do. You can ask Danielle. It's gotten bad. It's been bad probably for a while. We do this thing where we go on Tuesdays. We go for Taco Tuesday. Anybody like Taco Tuesday? All right, if you've never been to San Clemente Ranch Market, now you know. Two tacos for three bucks, all right? And, uh, and they're fire, fire. So I get like the Al Pastor tacos, and oh, they're so good. Yum. All right, so anyways, so we go on Taco Tuesday, but they got this torta that's like, oh, my gosh, it's so good. So we go on Taco Tuesday for tacos. So Danielle orders like three, four tacos, you know, and I order... Three, four tacos. And the torta, because it looks so good. And the torta's like this big. I'm like, ah, you know. I'm like, give me that. Danielle's like, are you going to eat all that food? I was like, I bought it. So, yeah, I'm going to eat it. Like, she's like, don't you get full? I was like, it, it's, that's not how this goes. Like, it's not if I'm full or not. It's if there's any food left or not. You know what I mean? Like, if I paid the money to buy the food, I'm going to eat the food. So, but it's bad, right? I know that I should have only gotten the tacos, but it looks so good. And God wasn't tempting me with a torta. I was tempting myself with the torta, right? My own evil desires. That's a funny explanation, but it works. If you love tortas, can I get an amen? All right, not enough, not enough of you have been to El Campeon in San Juan or SC Ranch Mark. You got to get a torta. Come on. That's another brownie point for the cookout. Come on. Uh, don't be deceived. Oh, no, never mind. Wrong one. Entice. Then after desire is conceived, after, you, after you've started desiring this, right, your evil desires come out, after desire is conceived, It gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. So don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Do not be deceived. Every good thing comes from above. So if you're like, no, this is good for me. Did it come from God? 
No, then it's not good for you. You're like, what? It's just facts. It's just facts. This is about tempting. We, we're tempted because our own desires lead us down the wrong path. Anybody ever been there? Your parents tell you not to do something, and it almost made it worse. Like your parents are like, hey, you know, we're, go- we're going over to your friend's house. There's, yeah, don't touch the cookie jar. You're like, but mom, those are the goodest looking cookies I've ever seen in my whole life. Mom, why did you say that? They look so good, mom. Please, can I have a cookie, mom? Please. You think they're going to know? Don't eat a cookie, right? Right? Or when, the te- when you're sitting in class and you didn't study for your test and you're like, man, how am I going to pass? And the teacher's like, hey, none of you cheat. I'm not stupid. I know when you're cheating. And in your head, you're like, challenge accepted. Right? But it happens. It happens. The teacher's like, don't do it. And you're like. Why? Because, listen. All right, bring it back, bring it back. Why? Because inherently, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. We're going we're gonna to be doing, we're, we're going to be enticed to do bad things. Because most of the time, bad things are the shortcut. And we like shortcut. It's like whenever, when you start driving, you, 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 you map yourself somewhere and you're always looking, oh, is there a faster way? It's like, like me, when I drive to my parents' house, the map will tell me that I got to go up the five, get off on Oso, turn left, go on the Molten. I'm not going to finish that. You're not going to roll up to my parents' house, weirdos. But I found a shortcut through Nellie Gale. You guys know Nellie Gale? So I take the toll road, get off on Greenfield, go through Nellie Gale all the way down. It's way faster, right? It's like maps don't know what this is about, you know. I'm like going through the neighborhoods, whatever. We're always looking for a shortcut. But shortcuts, except for when you're driving your parents' house, shortcuts never really pan out. Shortcuts in life never give you, the, give you life to the fullest, right? So we have to resist temptation by seeking after God, not seeking after our own self Selfish desires. Amen? So I got three things. Three things I want to talk about today. They have to deal with temptation, but also have to deal with environment. Have to deal with how we're going to overcome these different things. Three different things. Number one. This is something I want to speak on today because it's it's actually what I think is a one of the biggest problems in our culture today, in our society today, and in your generation, my generation, kind of the younger generations today. Here's the thing. Who you are is not concrete. It's not. Who you are is not concrete. Where you're at today is not concrete. Your behavior is not concrete. You are not a bad kid. Right? You are not dumb because you failed a math test. Nothing there is concrete. None of it. If you want to get a better math grade, what do you do? Study. If you study, I promise you'll get a better math grade. Just how it is. But I'm not smart enough. Okay, I'm not saying you're going to get 100%. I'm just saying you're going to do better than you did. Right? 
But nothing is concrete. The issue with today's society most of the time is we think we are who we are. And that there's something wrong with us. And because there's something wrong with us, we have to figure out how either someone can fix the thing that's wrong with us. Or everybody can be okay with the thing that's wrong with us. But I'm telling you that there's nothing wrong with you. There isn't. So you don't need. It's like it's like right now one of the biggest. And I just did a whole basically four months on, on mental health issues. And so I'm not saying there's not real mental health issues. But one of the biggest issues I see is that there's so many self-diagnosed mental health issues that the real ones aren't taken as seriously anymore. It's like someone, someone gets nervous about something and it's like, well, I just have an anxiety problem. It's like, I don't think you do. I don't think you're, I don't think you're bound by that, right? I use this example sometimes, but, and she says I can, but Danielle used to struggle with depression, anxiety back in the day and things like that, but Danielle's not defined by that anymore. She could have easily been like, well, that's just who I am. I'm going to be that forever. And Brett, if you're going to be in a relationship with me, you're just going to have to know that I'm going to have ups and I'm going to have really low downs. But that's not what happened. She came to me and said, like, hey, you know what? I struggle with this, but I'd love to not struggle with this. Can you help me with this? Can, can we walk through this? I said, well, I, I'm not going to fix it, but, like, we, we can walk through it together. We can ask God. And, and, and now Danielle has moments of anxiety, and I'm sure she has moments of sadness and moments of feeling in a depressed state, but it's not defining her anymore. Does that make sense? I used to be a very, very, very angry kid. Really angry. All the time. It was just... <laughs> uh, but listen, I could have been like, that's just who I am, man. I got a hot temper. So if I ever blow up at you, sorry, it's just, just how things are. No! I shouldn't be blowing up at people. I shouldn't be yelling at people who don't deserve to be yelled at. You know what I mean? None of that is concrete. Oh, well, I just have, let's get, let's get real. Like, as you, men, as you grow up, right, and you become husbands and all this kind of stuff, well, I just, you know, I just have a lust issue, so, you know, whatever. It's like, it's not my fault. It's just my temptations, but the thorn in my flesh. No! You don't need to be defined by that anymore. You don't. So the myth that I'm trying to break is that who you are right now is not concrete. It is not. We are water. <laughs> and we will take shape of whatever environment we are poured into. Right? And so what environment are we in? What environment are we walking into? Are we, are we saying, like, like I said, I keep going back to it, week one. Like, are we saying, like, oh, man, I'm just, I just have a depression issue and all my friends are depressed and every song I ever listen to is depressed and and depressing and and I always like turn my lights off and all the movies I watch are really scary and and super sad and I don't want to watch like comedies or I don't want to like um I don't want to really laugh or anything so it's just I just want to like be in that and I'm like I'm like caricaturing it but like if <laughs> like some of you are thinking to yourself like oh um uh that's kind of me. <laughs> so what environment are you building? What environment are you in? 
What environment are you around, right? I, I can't lay it out any simpler, right? If all of your friends, I'm going to get real, if all of your friends are potheads, you're going to roll up to me one day, bro, I, I'm struggling. I started smoking weed. Who are you hanging out with? Well, they all do it, but like I thought I could just not do it, you know. That's not how it works. All of your friends, every single one, go to school, every single one of your friends, they cuss every other word. Brett, I'm having a really hard time not saying bad words, okay? <laughs> so are your friends. So is your entire environment, right? Does that make sense? Or, check this out, all you ever do is hang out with, uh, not all you ever do, you can have friends from all, but your inner circle is church friends. Your inner circle is your leaders and your pastors. Your inner circle is even, even your family that, that cares for you and loves for you, and uh, loves for you. Loves you. Uh, and, and, and then you come to me and you're like, Brett, I, I've just been really good. I've been really happy. I read my Bible and worship more. It's like, I don't know, something different. Your environment changed. Does that make sense? So we have to get over the lie that who you are is concrete. It's not. Everything about you can change. We talked about it last week. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I was going to say hair color, but Jackson, hey yo. Um, Height, maybe not height, maybe maybe not. But even, okay, you guys seen like those pictures of of, of the the people in Africa that put the rings on their neck? And every so often they put another one on. What happens? They got the longest necks I've ever seen in my entire life. What changed? (laughs) The environment around their neck, you know what I mean? It's like, but seriously, seriously, seriously. Who you are right now, whether you like it or not, it can go either way. You like who you are right now, that's great. You better start figuring out what environments you're in and keep it going. Because it could go downhill too. You can start getting involved with the wrong things and the wrong people and doing the wrong things. And all of a sudden you find yourself, I'm not even who I used to be at all. I don't even recognize myself. Or if you're the type of person right now that you don't even really like looking in the mirror. You don't really like who you are. That's okay. Because there's nowhere nowhere else but up. Right? We, we, and you, you can change. Start with your environment. Where am I at most of the time? What am I doing most of the time? You're like, Brett, well, that's hard to answer because I'm by myself all the time. Whoa, bingo, ding, 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 hello. Let's fix that. You know what I mean? You guys all went through the COVID lockdowns. You know what that did to so many kids? So many people, and I'm not making a political statement, whatever. If you believe the lockdowns were good or not, I don't care. But the the fact of the matter is that if you stay in your house for three months and never hang out with your friends, it sucks. It just does. And you never get to see your family. You never get to do those types of things. I have a friend. I feel so bad for my friend. His his daughter has a respiratory issue, so she absolutely cannot catch COVID. He's been literally in his house for two and a half years with his daughter. He's got to do what he's got to do, but that is not a way to live. You know what I mean? So what environment are we in? And if we look at ourselves, are we happy with where we're at? If you're not, I've got good news. You can change. Amen? Number two... Oh, wait, I got another scripture. Here, I'll tell you. Check this out. Check this out for number one. This is 2 Corinthians 3.18. And we all, 
who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into his image with every with ever increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the spirit we are what transformed we are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory that'll give you a, a good scale of where you're at in your life are you getting closer to the image of God or further away Right? Where are we at? Number two, throw out the trash. Everybody say, throw out the trash. Throw out the trash. You're like, oh, it's another chore. No, throw out the trash. There's bad things in your life that are stinking up the whole thing. Throw them out. Sometimes Danielle and I get home from like a long vacation. We forgot to take the trash out before we left. <sighs> right, you walk in, you're like, Ooh. I'm old enough where I got nose hairs now, and they all tickle when that happens. Ooh. All right, we're good. But you walk in, you're like, oh, I forgot to take out the trash. But that's how our life is sometimes. You're like, I don't know why my life sucks. I don't know why this stinks so bad. I don't know why my life smells like mold. I have no clue. And your trash is overflowing. Throw out the trash. Everybody say, throw out the trash. All right. Acts 3.19 says, repent. Everybody say, repent. Then and turn to God. To who? So that your sins may be wiped out. Wipe out. That's an old school song. Anybody know that song? Raise your hand if you know that song. All right, cool. Uh, not very many of you, so that's sad. Um, Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. That times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Who would love a time of refreshing from the Lord, right? Sometimes I need a break. I need a time of refreshing. That's what we did at our winter retreat last year. It was so good. We had a time of refreshing. It was good. Restoration. Repent. Turn from bad things. Throw out the trash. Throw out the trash so your house don't stink no more. And your sins can be wiped out. I don't want to be bound to sin anymore. The cool thing is like people will, this is not, this is not cool, but the other thing is cool. But people will be bound and enslaved by their desires and by their sin and by their flesh their whole life. They can't do anything but what their primal nature is telling them to do. It's like, oh, yeah, I can't resist, uh, right? I, that, that someone, someone had this argument with me the other day. I was talking about, um, all right, we're getting real. I was explaining to someone why I believe you shouldn't have sex before marriage, right? And we're not going to get too into the weeds. But someone's like, well, you know, you just can't expect somebody to just, what if they get married at 30? You just can't expect somebody not to have sex until they're 30. I was like, yes, you can. What? You're like, oh, and some of you in this room, you're like, no, you can't. Yes, you can. It's called self-control. And if you think you can't have self-control, we're, we're, we're on a bad trajectory in our lives. You can have self-control. I'm not saying all of you are going to get married at 30. Some of you <laughs> might get married earlier, whatever. Danielle and I got married at 21, 22. It was, it was cool. Um, but self-control 
It's like I was talking to somebody who had an alcohol problem. They're like, how, how do I expect to never drink a beer ever again in my whole life? Uh, like, don't. Just don't. Like, obviously there's more to it, but like at some point you have to be okay with not drinking beer. Like, what? You know? Like, oh, I, I just... I just have a lying problem. How am, I, how am I ever supposed to tell a story that I don't, like, lie about a little bit and make it sound better? I don't know. Live a life that's fun enough you don't have to lie about it. Right? I lie about everything I do in my life. Yeah, because your life is boring. Because you don't do anything fun. Thank you. Go outside. You're like, well, I'm just, <laughs> it's all a chain reaction. Like, I'm, I'm. Life just sucks, and so I got to, you know, I got to make friends, so I got to tell stuff. Okay, listen, if you go outside, life won't suck as bad, uh, and you might meet some friends, and you might find some people that love you, and I promise if you're in this room, everybody in this room wants to hang out with you and love you. We're all cool. It's great, right? It's all a chain reaction. Get outside. Does that make sense? I'm kind of ranting now, but okay, well, who cares? Colossians 3.5. Put to death... Therefore, this is an example of what throwing out the trash looks like. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. So throw out the trash. The house smells, what do you got to do? Throw out the trash. Throw out the trash. Okay? You got to rid your, rid your life of things that are tempting you. It's like last week we talked about this. Jesus said, like, if your hands cause you to stumble, cut them off. You're like, whoa, Brett, I'm not cutting off my hands. Yeah, that's not really what he meant. What he meant is change your environment, right? It changes things around you. Your house stinks. Throw out the trash. We cool? Number three, replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. Replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. This is my thing I want you to take home today. Each, each week is going to be a different thing. Week one, we're talking about setting the right environment. Last week, we're uh, talking about something else. This week, we are talking about replacing. Yeah, did I blank about what I talked last week? Yeah, I did, but it's okay. Whatever. <laughs> Replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. It's not enough to just rid your life of things that are causing you to sin. Because then it's just going to be empty. You have to replace it with something that's good. Right? If I'm, I don't know if this is a thing, but when I was in high school, we had, there was a big issue with online bullies. Do you guys still have online bullies that are real bad? Okay. All right. Online bullies. Yeah, don't, don't get into a Call of Duty's lobby. Like. Okay. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Online bullies, online bullies. If I'm going on my, if I'm an online bully, if I'm a bully, if I just love to just make people mad and just get under their skin, right? And every time I get online, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's, I'm just going to do this. It's fun. It's like, I, make, I like making people cry and everything. And I'm, I'm a big meanie head, right? Every time I get online, I keep doing this. Okay, maybe we should like not just do the whole video game thing for a little while if you're just an online bully. But what do you do if you throw that away? You have to replace it with what? The good stuff. What's the good stuff? Do, do stuff that's, that's, that's enriching to your life. Go outside, read your Bible, worship, do, start a Bible study, hang out with your friends, go to the movies with your, with your church friends, do things like that, right? It's like, right, and also, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Um, don't need to. It's not that big of a deal, I'll tell you after. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone's crushing now. 
I was just going to tell you not to do something, but I don't need to do that, so it's fine. Um, but if you're going to get rid of the bad stuff, replace it with good stuff, right? I'm going to get rid of this because it's causing me to do this. Like for me, as a husband, if I'm staying up every night playing video games super late, which sometimes I get in streaks of doing that. Sometimes I'm, I'm pretty good at not doing that. But if I get into it and I, and I realize that it's hurting my marriage and it's hurting my ability to be a dad because I can't wake up the same time Vince wakes up, then what do I got to do? I got to take out the trash. I got to throw out the thing that's, and what do I replace it with? Something that's good. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep will get me up in the morning. Amen? 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. I said this one last week, and now it means something completely different to us. Last week we were talking about, or two weeks ago, anyone is in Christ, environment, right, of, of being in Christ. The new creation has come. The old has gone. What happens after the old has gone? Replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. Replace the bad stuff with the gooder stuff. Okay? Listen, you guys, are gonna, you guys are going to walk through life. Right now, life is hard. It just is. I get it. You're being asked to grow up at a young age. You, you're, 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 you're being shown stuff and that you should never be shown. You're, being, you're contemplating stuff that you should never have to contemplate. You, society is trying to make you make decisions that you should never have to make at your age. Like, all these different things are happening. Right? And it's hard. And it's rough. And, and being a Christian is, is hard in today's society. It just is. It didn't used to be hard as much. We used to be a country that was, that was uh, most basically a Christian country. Now it's not. Good, bad, or indifferent, or whatever. However you think about it. Here's the thing. It's also <clears throat> bad because Christian stuff is good. So, hey yo, Because, like, that's what we believe. But, um, but listen... This is an opportunity for us not to crumble, but to stand up, to make a difference. Don't just turn into everything that the world is telling you to turn into. Don't just look like everybody else. We're set apart. We're different. We're a, we're a city built on a hill. All right, anyway. But you know what I mean? We've got, we've, got a, we've got a big task ahead of us, but it's a good one. It's a good one. So here's the, here's the thing to recap. Who you are right now, good or bad, will change. It's not concrete. So don't act like it's concrete. Figure out how you can better yourself. How can I get better tomorrow than I was today? How can I be more like Christ tomorrow than I was today? Amen? The second one is throw out the trash. There's certain things you know. In your life that you shouldn't be doing. Throw it out. Throw it out. And then when you throw it out, replace it with what? Good stuff. Replace it with good stuff. Replace it. Replace it. Replace it. That's how you build a good environment. You throw out the trash and replace it with good stuff. When Danielle and I, the house smells really bad, we throw out the trash and what do we do? We light a candle. We replace the bad smell with the good smell. All right? Amen? Are we cool? Is it good? All right, why don't we stand up? We're going to pray. hey yo. Stop it. No. Knock it off. Knock it off. Hey. Hey. Stop it. Hey. Oh. No.
No. No. Listen, Jeremiah, come here. Yeah, Jeremiah, come here. Guys, check out Jeremiah's new shirt. This is, first, this is the first pink shirt he's ever owned, and we got it, and it says youth on it, and doesn't he look great? Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, it's the best. It's the best. Hey, you guys are all dope. Have you met my new friend David? That's my friend David. David's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. Trust me. All right, hey, you guys, temptations are going to come. You're going to have an opportunity even probably this week, even tomorrow. You're going to have an opportunity to decide, am I going to do a bad thing or am I going to do a good thing? Let's make good choices. Amen? And let's replace all the bad stuff in our life with good stuff. And uh, let's, let's, let's do what God would want us to do, not what everybody else wants us to do. Okay? All right? Hey, yo, uh, Jesus, we worship you. We love you. We thank you so much for today. God, we thank you uh, that you are shaping us, that you are changing us, that you are transforming us into who we were always supposed to be, which is the image of you. So help us to be more like you each and every day. God, help us when we walk up to temptation, God, to choose right, to not choose the bad stuff, but to choose the good stuff, to replace the bad stuff with the good stuff. Um, God, help us to know that we are not just who we are, but we can be a new creation. We can do something different. So God help us to be better. In your name. Everybody said?